All right, welcome in on a Friday, uh, October 2nd, first week in October. I can't believe it's October already. Yeah. It is flying by, but you know, that's a good thing. The faster it's 2020 is so much fun. Yeah, the faster 2020 <laughs> is over, the better. So uh, we had a, it was an ugly but fun game last night with the uh, Jets versus, God, who did they even play? I don't even remember now. Yeah, that's how good that game was. No, it had the, the game, the game was technically good, as in there were points scored on the board instead yeah. of being a low-scoring game. But, oh, my God. No, I, I had paint to watch dry, so I made sure not to, <laughs> yeah. to watch that game. And so, yeah. I, uh, I watched I seeing, seeing you send updates, and I'm like, poor bastard. Yeah. I'm actually watching this. <laughs> yeah. I watched, I watched a good chunk of it, but uh, it's, I didn't want to watch Mark Ripien, Rippin versus uh yeah and then just watch it that sam darnold trying to do anything less it was like watching a snuff film man like it just you it was just painful it, i felt bad for him the whole yeah. time and then you'd see these little flashes of greatness that he still hadn't had beaten out of him by adam gase you're like man he could do something on any other team um but they the the jets lost a lot of people said that if the jets lost on thursday that was going to be the end for adam gase uh, i still haven't gotten i mean i haven't seen anything that says that he's He's gone. But... Well, they, they announced that uh, they made the decision prior to the game that no matter what, Gase would be there for the re- remainder of the season. Oh, my God. Uh, all <laughs> teams are fan. just too nervous to do something like that. Plus, by the way, you're paying them for it. So yeah. e- even if you don't <laughs> believe in the guy anymore, like you might as well ride the picks all the way down. <laughs> yeah. Right? For the best pick. And you already paid the dude. Like, you don't want to. You don't want to spend more money on a lost season by now because if you promote your defensive coordinator Greg or Williams. whoever up to head coach, it'd be you Greg Williams. Raise. Do what? That? It'd be Greg Williams, who's already that's this has already happened to Greg Williams. Uh, two was it last year? Two years ago with the Browns, where yeah, uh, that didn't go well. Actually, the team got a lot better after they got rid of Hugh Jackson, and Greg Williams actually did pretty well with them. Why they didn't actually? That's why true. they didn't keep Greg Williams as the head coach is beyond me because they started playing really well under him. Bounty Gate. Yeah, I know, but Bounty oh, Gate. Yeah, I know, but look. my God. Yeah, People yeah. would forget about that after a while, honestly. So the dude called for people's kneecaps that's that's why that's why yeah, he's not there yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> you can't uh, you can't call for people's kneecaps and yeah. ACL. not publicly uh well let's get right into it uh let's start off with the first game colts at bears it's gross uh so the colts are sorry the bears are getting two and a half and the over under is 43 this is gonna be an ugly game it's gonna be all defense because uh, both teams have you good defense and no offense I don't know. You know what? Uh, I actually really enjoyed seeing Cole step in there and play. Yeah. Seeing an actual quarterback on a team that already has a great defense. And uh, good receivers, I mean, they too. Came back. What's that? And good receivers, too. Yeah, I mean, they got players, and they and they just signed Lamar Miller. Or it looks like they're about to sign Lamar Miller today. He's in there for a workout because um, Tariq Cohen is injured. And uh, I, think, I think he can step right in there, and he's healthy. He's been working out really hard. Uh, hungry to play um and again he's not the best running back in the nfl um but he also you know he put up a better season than cohen was doing behind an awful o-line although yeah. the bears have an awful o-line they do. so we'll see but uh but still i think Foles can do a lot more with that offense than trubisky um it's and, a whole bar. and this this could actually end up being a pretty interesting game 
Yeah. Ugh. Eh. I mean... Both are winning their division right now, too, right? Are no, the, the Colts are in... I think they're tied for second with the Jags because the Titans are undefeated, but they don't play this week. So they're 2-1. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, uh, gotcha, gotcha. I don't know. I went with Colts and under just because I like their defense. Uh, they've got a good running. The Colts, I think the defenses are about equal. I think the running game goes to the Colts. I think the quarterback is about a draw. Um... And I'm not entirely sure. Their wide receiving core is, they're both kind of beat up. I, I don't feel great about it, but I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the Colts and eat two and a half points on this. Yeah, this definitely wouldn't be my lock uh, for any reason, you know, but uh, yeah, I just, I think the Bears defense will be able to smother Phillip Rivers a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they can get to him more than the Colts will get to Foles. Um, and I just think there's going to be a lot of unknowns in their game plan for the, for the offense of the Bears. So the Colts are going to have a hard time preparing for that is what I'm thinking. Like, I, it doesn't mean that I think Foles long-term for the Bears is going to be able to be sustainable. But often when these quarterbacks come in their first game, full game, you know, they they really just take defenses by surprise. And then the following weeks, you know, they get brought back down to earth. So I think this could be one of those weeks where they just, you know, really take them by surprise a bit. Yeah, so yeah I'll, I'll go by Bears barely. Yeah, I, the only thing is there's game tape on Foles. You can find game tape. All over the place for full sure, several just different not teams. In this system. Yeah. yeah, and I think Nagy's a good. I think he's a good head coach. He just got saddled with a, a bad, bad, bad quarterback. The only, the big Agreed. difference I think between the two is that the Bears have a terrible offensive line. The Colts have one of the best. So I think that's going to give. I'm, I, it starts with the trenches, and I think if that alone will kind of give the Colts a little bit of an edge. But I don't blame you for taking the Bears. I wouldn't blame. I would just stay away from this one altogether if I had a choice, but it is yeah, what I it did. is. Uh, let's move on to Saints at Lions. Uh, the Lions are getting four points. Over-under is 54. I have the Saints in under, but I think the Lions are going to compete. I wouldn't... I don't think they'll win, but I think uh, the minus four is interesting. If it was minus two and a half, I think I would take... I don't know. The Lions getting four points. I don't know. I... I almost kind of want to go with the Lions on that one because I think this one could be a field goal kind of game. Um, but I'm going to stick with Saints and under on that. So I'm going Saints, and uh, I, I have them as my lock. Uh, I think the Saints are going to win this one by 17 points. I think it's going to be a blowout. Um, I think that, uh, you know, they lost both their starting corners, the Lions, uh, before last week. And then Jeff Takuda, who's great, got thrust into the starting role, but now he got hurt. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be at their fourth and fifth best corners uh, guarding these guys. Not that not that the Saints receivers are terrifying by any means, um, but you know, Breeze can make them pay. You know, when when there's when there's corners out there that aren't great, and then Kamara is just going to uh, have a field day, I think. Uh, as he does against every great defense. I mean, there's no defense holding him completely back. He's going to get himself 100 all-purpose yards either way, uh, you know, and a couple touchdowns. So I think the Saints are just going to end up running away with this one because I don't think Adrian Peterson can run through that Saints defense. Um, but I do think it'll be under because I think the Saints will end up running the ball quite a bit, uh, and then the defense is going to kind of smooth the lines a bit. So I, I think I'm saying Saints and under, and then that's my luck. So here's the thing, though, is Jared Cook is, got injured and might be out. 
Marcus Davenport is didn't uh, participate in practice, might be out. Lattimore might be out. Um, Andrews Pete might be out. That's a lot of people on the Saints to be injured. I mean, who do you throw to if you're the Saints? Like, thank God you got Kamara because he can be your receiver and your running back. But Emmanuel Sanders is well, really I'll your be 100% only honest. I did not realize Marshawn Lattimore might be out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a huge that's difference. That's a big difference maker right there. Yeah, yeah I was thinking if if Galladay's completely out of it because of Lattimore, then uh, what are they going to do? Yeah, but, they still uh, have that, Marvin Jones. That could Jones. definitely make a difference. Although Michael Thomas might play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Which uh, is, yeah, it's yeah, kind that's, of a push that's a on huge that. One, though. Yeah. If he plays. Like it's against uh, uh, a fourth and fifth corner. Uh, I mean, geez, uh, that could be a, you know, and and they can't run <laughs> the ball against the Lions, and they're just going to be throwing all day, and it could be a, you know, a huge high-scoring game for the for the Saints. But uh, yeah, I, I, Sean Payton, he's going to be fine, and I think the defense will still be good. I just, I, I Janoris Jenkins better play if uh, if Marshawn Lattimore doesn't. That's the only thing that worries me a little there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but they'll be all right. Fair enough. That's your lock of the week. That's a bold move to go with your lock, but because uh, I think the yeah. Lions could, with four points, I think they could cover. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. The next one, the next game, I think is going to be a ton of fun to watch. It's the Cardinals at the Panthers. Panthers are getting three and a half. Uh, I took Cardinals and over it because uh, it's going to be a shootout no matter what because neither defense is really yep. all that great. Cardinals defense is getting better. I think Panthers defense will be a lot better next year. But it's going to take some time to kind of get that going. Uh, it's, I mean, and that's my lock of the week because I just I, I feel that strongly about the Cardinals. They are, they're still trying to win that division. I believe they lost last week, didn't they? The Cardinals, who did they play? Uh, they played the Lions. Yeah, they lost against the Lions last week. So usually when you get embarrassed by something like that, you come back pretty hard. So uh, that Cardinals and over, and 51 is a pretty high. It's not the highest all week, actually. Saints in line is the highest over under, which was which was surprising. I'm sorry, tied with the highest over under all week, which was surprising. But uh, yeah. I, I still like the Cardinals on this one. No, absolutely. Yeah, they're they're. I mean, their offense is deadly. Um, their running backs haven't really gotten moving yet all year, which is kind of surprising. Yeah. Um, especially with a more spread out, you know, uh, defense watching those receivers, but. Uh, I'm sure that'll pick back up eventually. Um, this would be the game Alan to do Murray's it. Just, this, would be, this would be the game to do it. Uh, Pan- yeah. Panthers, and, Derek Brown's injured. Gross Matos is injured. Uh, Grant, those guys are yeah, rookies, but that's kind of what they have right now. Yeah, that's kind of what makes me want to say Cardinals and under, to be honest. Uh, only that I, I think they could end up running the football more. Uh, but Kyler Murray, he's just – he can't help but play to win. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. And – God, he's so dangerous all over the field. Um, yeah, I think they're going to put up a good thirty points, and then can the Panthers score? I think they can. I can. I think they can put up three touchdowns. Oh, sure. Uh, that's, yeah. yeah. So yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go Cardinals and over also. Okay. Uh, so the next ones the we kind of disagree on uh, Jags at Bengals. The Jags are getting three points. Over under is forty nine. Uh, I think this is going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. But I'm going to eat the three, and I'm going to take Bengals and over because I don't think either defense can stop anything. So I think that's going to help. Uh, DJ Chark 
It looks like he's going to be back. He could play. Uh, he was limited practice this week. But him being back even halfway makes a big difference in this game. And with the Bengals, all you need is Burrow. Uh, everything else is just kind of side side sort, you know, side stuff. You don't really care about it. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I no, like the sure. Or I'm sorry, I like the Bengals in this one. I think they're going to keep getting – Burrow just keeps getting better. He, they got stomped in the first one. It was a close game the second. They tied third. I think this is his first win. I think this is where you kind of see him it kind of take be. off. Yeah, I, I don't like this game <laughs> at all. Uh, yeah, I, I could definitely see Joe Burrows, and I'm a believer in Burrows. I think he's going to be – I mean, I mean, it's, it's hard not to be right Yeah, now. I don't know anyone that's not take, a right? believer. I mean, the dude's, dude's looking great. Uh, the only thing that had me concerned is uh, the Jags' defense, as bad as they are, where they are actually really good is their front four. And they can rush with their front four and be pretty solid. And, and, and uh, that Bengals O-line is just the worst. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, they might be able to get to uh, – they might be able to get to Bros quite a bit. Uh, and then Minshew has just been steady. He's just – He's just that little engine that could guy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's, he's, he's nothing flashy. Um, but uh, other than that weird game they had uh, this past week, I mean, he could have 27 points against the Colts, 30 against or 30, yeah, 30 against the Titans. Um, I think he can put up a, quite a bit of points against this Bengals defense. And if I'm going to, you know, get three points as well, uh, I, I got to. I think the Jags can surprise a few people here. And uh, yeah and at least keep it within three. Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, I think this is going to be low scoring, though, altogether. Oh, you think so? Oh, I think, well, really? Yeah. I think I, this is because, I, but, like, there's not really any defense on either, either side to speak of. Like, it's all, every game these teams have been in, it's all offense. That's kind of what led them. They've all been high-scoring games. I would be shocked if it's under. And neither one really yeah, has yeah. a great, I mean, James Robinson's kind of showed up for the Jags uh, as a running back, but Joe Mixon's yeah, been great. kind of hadn't been great. I mean, the offensive line for the Bengals has been so bad that they can't really get the running game going. And this is really the last chance for a win they're going to have for a while. After this, the Bengals play the Ravens, the Colts, the Browns. They could win there. Titans and Steelers, and then uh, Washington Football Team. I I tell you what, I am worried about Burrow. They're going to have to start protecting him. And uh, who was it? It was um, not T. Higgins. But it was one of his receivers came out and said, basically put it on the offensive line saying, We got to start protecting this guy. He's our Tyler future. Boyd, yeah. Yeah, Tyler Boyd. Yeah. We got to protect him. He's our future. And I think, I mean, I think the team is bought in into what Joe, how good Joe Burrow is. I'd be shocked if they're not. And if you see, you've got this kind of ray of hope. I think Zach Taylor's a good coach. I mean, you got to protect this guy. He's going to get killed. Uh, still, he still doesn't get sacked as much as Deshaun Watson, but it's. Uh, it's close. Well, just wait. He's he's got to play T.J. Watt twice, Ugh. and I'll have to play the Ravens twice, and uh, and we'll see how those go. And the but Titans, my, and Garrett the Washington Football here? Team, and yeah, well, but he does get to play the Texans, so he gets a day off. That's pretty nice. Yeah, he does get a day Two off. Two bye weeks. Did he? Did, he, did uh? Did, is Miles Garrett playing? Am I crazy? Is he, is he Miles injured Garrett? or anything? Uh, I don't show that he's injured. I've heard nothing about him this entire season, which actually surprises me. Well, he plays for the for the Browns, so <laughs> does he? Is that where he's playing? Yeah. Uh, so I mean, that's probably why you haven't seen him on the Bengals. 
Fair enough. Yeah, no, I was just wondering if he. Uh, well, yeah, he he's gotten three sacks already this year. Yeah, okay, it's fine. I think you're and thinking of Chase fumbles. Young, who's been who's been who just got injured. Yeah, and two forced fumbles. Yeah. Okay. No. no uh, yeah. Well, hey. As so long yeah, I think as long as we got him up, I only let's bring, bring that up because. Yeah, I only bring that up because Burrow's gonna get he's gonna get smoked this year. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna have to play Miles Garrett again, T.J. Watt twice, and then the Ravens twice. Well, since we're talking about him, let's bring it up. Browns at Cowboys. Browns are getting four and a half. Over-under is 56. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't think... I think the Browns are just below... They have to get overcome Baker Mayfield. I just don't think he's... He, he's gotten too beat up at the beginning. I don't think he's got the same confidence he had coming out of college. His accuracy's gotten bad, which is odd because that's what he was known for in college. That's what kind of kept him relevant and got him the Heisman is that he was so accurate. But he's been bad. Kareem Hunt might not play this week. They've called up uh, Hilliard off the practice squad, which is a pretty pretty telling sign that they don't have a lot of hope that Kareem Hunt will be able to play. And that's pretty much their whole offense is being able to rotate Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. I think Nick Chubb's going to get tired i think that cowboys the only thing on their defense that's good is their front four was their front seven but now vanderesh is injured for the year so i'm still gonna take cowboys but i'm going under because i don't think it's going to be the shootout that people think it's going to be fair enough yeah i i went cowboys i just i think again it, it pains me to say it i just i think the cowboys are a lot better team than people think i think it's just taken a little bit to get mccarthy's system going and they need to play a little bit better in the first half to make up for you know to not have to do what they've been doing lately um but in my opinion right now one of the best teams in the nfl is the seahawks and they made a, it was a really close game last week uh, 31 to 38 high scoring game um and they were the you know, cowboys were out of it early and they came back to almost win uh and there's almost win and then uh falcons they were down 21-0 in like the first quarter Came back to win a 39 to 40 shootout, putting up 40 points. Uh, their offense is potent. Uh, Dak is playing for a contract. You know, uh, haven't, I've expected more out of Zeke, but he, he's been okay. I just feel like I've expected a little more out of him. They haven't. Well, they haven't run it near as much as they have in the previous years. Right. They've been throwing I mean, it a lot they don't more. Need to. Well, how, yeah, I mean they're they're spoiled. They don't need to. They're, just, well, they're, they're if you can get the run game going, why wouldn't you? Because it's it's always safer to have your running back go. And if you're in a contract, I mean, I guess it, it doesn't matter with the coach, but I, I, I guess that offensive line is taking a step back, obviously with uh, retirements and injuries. But if you can get, you're paying Zeke a lot. Why would you not get the most for your money on that? And it, Well, I mean, the first two games, I mean, they tried. They, they tried to come out fairly even. It was, you had 22 carries apiece in the first couple games, which is a little over 20 carries. I mean, again, with the receivers that they had uh, and the fact that the, the Falcons game was playing from behind, like drastically behind. So they had to throw the ball like crazy to catch up. Um, but, uh, you know, both games he averaged four yards a carry, which is not great. Uh, and then uh, the Seahawks game. Four yards a carry is not, four, it's not bad. That four yards a carry will get you. I mean, you do that three times, you got yourself a first down. I mean, the NFL, most starting – most top 20 running backs in the NFL average five yards of carry. Yeah. Um, that's just where it's at. So, like, statistically, it's not great. Uh, but, like, this last week against the Seahawks, 
He carries it 14 times, and he's averaging two, 2.4 yards a carry. I mean, he just couldn't he couldn't run against that team. And so they, they had to start throwing, I think. I, I, I don't think he's having issues. I just think that O-line isn't what it used to be. And I think we're finding out, in my opinion, that Zeke, while Zeke is a really good running back, I don't think he's nearly as dominant as he was those first two years. No. Those first two years, he had one of the best O-lines football's ever seen, mm-hmm. quite frankly. And, and so he was able to completely dominate. Now, he's still really good, and I would say even still easily a top 10 running back. I just don't think he's number one. I think he's like a number six, seven running back in the NFL right now because he's showing what happens to, you know, like the opposite of Lamar Miller we talked about earlier. He's, he's been on teams with just the worst ever offensive line and averaged four yards a carry. <laughs> you know, if he was behind that, that Cowboys line, he might have been, you know, a top five running back. I mean, it's just, you know, so I think – but I think overall, I think in this game, I think that the Browns have been getting 30 points a game and, and Chubb has been, a bit, has been a big part of that. I think the receivers uh, need to get more involved. Baker needs to get a little bit better passing that ball. But that's, but that's um, what I'm saying. That's but the problem is that the Browns can't yeah. throw it. The, all they have is they have the tandem of – Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. But the problem is now they don't have Kareem Hunt, so they're going to put it on. And that was the nice thing. You could rotate fresh legs constantly. Well, now it's just Nick Chubb. I think the Cowboys stack the box, make Baker throw against you. And granted, they don't have a great secondary, but the Baker can't really throw it that well. So I don't, I never, yeah. I don't think the Cowboys have trouble scoring. I think the Browns have trouble scoring, and that's why it's not a shootout. That's why I call the under on this one. Because I think the Cowboys go up probably right. pretty quick, and I think the Browns are constantly trying to throw to catch up, and they can't. And I think there's a lot of turnover that, that result from that. Yeah, and let's just call out call it what it is. Uh, a player of the year right now? I mean, with all the good players that are out there, sure. But my God, Alden Smith? Jesus. Yeah. That dude is just playing football. Yeah. I mean, it's it's he's – I never in the, my wildest dreams would have thought – he would play like that. I mean, he was uh, like always he good. Here. He just had off the sure. field but stuff. Five years out of football, man. Yeah. Well, five years mm-hmm. out of football. He already has four sacks on the year. Mm-hmm. And he has several hurries. Mm-hmm. Several hurries. He has a lot of tackles for loss already. I mean, he's he's playing like a man possessed out there right now. Uh, and it, like in his most elite he's ever been. And, I mean, you know, if you look at him football years, he'd be 26. You know what I mean? Like, he's, yeah. he's had five years off. So uh, he's 31, but he's had five years of rest. So yeah. uh, not rest, but you know what I mean. Not not playing football. He's been exercising, etc. But uh, yeah, man, he's he's just been phenomenal. But well, yeah, I chose five always over, over. And uh, now let's get to the gross. But game well, well, I also want to say, like, I think Alden Smith has done really well. I think what also has helped though is that the uh, he's surrounded by Neville Gallimore, Don Terry Poe, Demarcus Lawrence, and Everson Griffin. They also picked him up. So, oh, absolutely! It's a really merciless effect. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's getting a lot from other people. I think he's still good, but I think he's not. I, I you've got to give respect to the other people. Like that front, that front seven. I st- I'll still say front seven because I know even though Van Der Esch is out, they still have Jalen Smith. Is still good. Um, Trayvon Diggs looks like he could be okay. Um, eventually, he's he's a rookie, so give him a little bit of time. But you know, for that being your best corner. That's that sucks. So, yeah. I, but I still think I. I that's mean, the, what's but the hurt part him. of that too, though, is you got to understand. Like, there's 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 two types of sacks, right? And 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 one of the sacks can come from uh, coverage sacks. 
you know, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of pass rushers in the NFL who a lot of their sacks are attributed to their secondary doing such a great job covering that the quarterback the Cowboys have to worry about a lot that. longer. And he's not getting any of that help. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, True. Uh, let's anyway. move on to the worst game of the week. Vikings at I really Texans. Want to. I know. Vikings are getting four points. Over-under is 53 and a half. What, do you, what, what are you going to do on this one? Okay, so I, I'm so torn because it all comes down to do the Vikings take their foot off the gas? <laughs> yeah. Because the Vikings are to dominate it. Uh, and they are 0-3. See, I don't I mean, know that they, they dominate. Galvin- do what? I don't know that they dominate. I think this is so two idiots flailing their arms at each other for three hours, somewhat, and just kind of hoping who comes sure. out at best. I think the Vikings have they have better offensive weapons for sure. Uh, the Texans oh, have a better quarterback, but other than that, the Vikings have a much better have much better offensive weapons, and defense oh is kind so, of inept on both sides. But they're they're great where we're weakest, so. Uh, our run defense is number 32 in the NFL. And we're going up against Dalvin Cook, mm-hmm. uh, who put up 150-something yards last week against a much better <laughs> run defense than we have. Um, I, just think, I just think they're going to be able to run the ball and, and destroy us. I think what happens, uh, I think it'll be a little bit more similar to the Steelers game. I think we'll go into halftime with a pretty damn close game. Uh, I think we'll come out of halftime and they'll be able to run the ball at will. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think, as usual, Texans will get some garbage, get some seven garbage town points yeah. uh, right at the very end that don't matter. And I think they can bring it within three at that point. Um, but I do not think by any means that this will be a close game, you know, by seal versus a close game by box score because of garbage time seven points. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Texans, uh, because of the four points. Uh, oh wait, are Texans favored by four? Yeah, the Vikings are getting four points. Yeah, but, but that's oh, because well, that's... but that's because the Texans are home. So basically, usually, if it's a pick'em game, if if Vegas doesn't know what's going to happen, they give the home team or they give the away team three points if they think it's going to be sure. even. But being sure. that it's been. Uh, uh, corona and there hasn't been people in the stands. Although, do the Texans have people in the stands? They're going to have twenty five percent. Okay. You know what? I'm going. I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it. I was changing it because the Vikings get four points, but but you know what changed my mind is Deshaun Watson. He seems to play for. I don't want to say play for attention, but if you look at his primetime stats versus like typical games, like he knows when the spotlight's on him. And he plays. He plays like an animal. And this will. You're right. And this will be the first time that they have fans in Houston. So the home game last the last time meant nothing because there were no fans in the stands at all. Uh, and it was just a weird game. This one will actually have people perform in front of. So yeah, you know what? I think Deshaun plays better than normal. So okay. I'm going to go ahead and say Texans and over. Fair enough. I'm going to take Vikings and over because I think the Vikings are going to win anyway. Smart. If you're going to give me four points, <laughs> yeah, I will take it. Smart. I will take it. Yeah. You, I'm not taking the Texans until if the Texans and the Jets play, 
then I think I would take. <laughs> but it'll the, be Jets plus eleven. How, then I would take the Jets <laughs> with eleven points. I know, I know. Um, I know. So the the prop bet I came up for this week is Justin Jefferson off a great week last week. I think he had 178 yards. So this week, over under 78 yards for Justin Jefferson. I'm going to say over, but barely. Yeah. I don't think he has anywhere near the game he had last week. No. Um, I, although, I will say, uh, the Steelers pointed out a flaw to everybody by just destroying Vernon Hargraves all game. and apparent, Because apparently Hargraves is uh, our our second corner, mm-hmm. and then we're having Lonnie Johnson line up in the slot yeah. until Gary Conley comes back. Which, Gary Conley is eligible to come back from uh, uh, IR this week, but I don't think they've done that yet i don't think they've they've activated them so i would try to get a note from the still... doctor and say i'm sick yeah yeah so i i think that he's uh uh he's still not healed so Vernon hargraves was my god uh just atrocious doesn't begin to cover it from last week so uh you know roby's going to be on Thielen, and hargraves will be on jefferson so i think uh i think he'll at least have 78 yards again fair enough uh yeah, I don't know what I would have taken on that. I think I would have taken, I think I would have taken uh, under. I don't know, just because I think the Vikings end up trying to run it more than anything. Because the Texans are so bad at run defense, and you're to, you want to try and keep the ball out of Deshaun, Deshaun Watson's hand. That I feel like they yeah. would want to run it more than anything else. But they're still yeah, going to have yeah. to throw it a little bit. Uh, and and <laughs> you you don't have to worry about hey, are the Texans going to take your number one receiver out? Because who's going to do that? So I don't blame you for the over. I just, yeah, for that one, I honestly don't know. Uh, let's move on yeah. to probably a better game. Uh, Seahawks at Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins are getting six and a half, which kind of tells you what Vegas thinks. Uh, and the over-under is 54. I think the Seahawks win, and I'm going to take the over. But I think the Dolphins do well. I think the Seahawks will only win by a touchdown. At six and a half is enticing i almost took the dolphins on that i think the seahawks still win but i almost took the dolphins on the six and a half it was seven and a half i would have taken the dolphins i don't blame you uh the dolphins play with that i've got nothing to lose mentality this year like they did last year uh pitts has just realized he's gonna be the starter and he's just throwing it like Pitts do (laughs) and some games it's it's you know, getting them 31 points like they got against the Jags last week, and some days it's it, some days it's not as beneficial. Uh, but uh, I, I mean, the Seahawks defense is not that great. It's so, very very bad. Yeah, so I mean, uh, I can I can agree. I can see it being a pretty close game um, for that reason. But when Fitz is bad, it's not because the defense is good it's because his throws are just so far off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he just seems to have it one day and then not have it the next. And so I, I think he's going to pull a 50 move and not be as great. Uh, and I just don't think they're going to put up 54 points. I think it's going to be like a 28 to 21 type of a game. Uh, so I'm going to say Seahawks uh, and I'm going to say under. Okay. Okay. I think it's, I think it's one of those, those games were Fitzpatrick throws for 320 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions, um, and Russ does the same except no interceptions. So 
I mean, it very well could. Yeah. <laughs> it very well could. And the Dolphins have uh, legit it, defense. They have a legit defense. So that's... I feel like people don't give them enough credit, but they've got talent all over that place. So They, they definitely have talent, and, and you can tell almost more than any team I've ever seen, you can tell how much fun the Dolphins offense has playing for Fitzgerald. Yeah. Right, for Fitzpatrick. Right? Yeah. Uh, you can tell they just they, they love the beard. They're like, we're going to do this for this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and so, I mean, that always impresses me about Fitzpatrick. Like, he is a true leader everywhere he goes. And, and you never hear people disliking the guy. You know what I mean? So, uh, but yeah, I, I for that part, I think it, it might end up being kind of a fun game. But, uh, but we'll see. You know, Fitz, you just can't predict Fitz. Yeah. Is, is he going to be great or is he going to be throwing picks everywhere? Yeah. Uh, who knows? But, uh, All right. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to Chargers at Bucks. This one's interesting. So the Chargers are getting seven. Over under is 43. Uh, the Bucks have a really good defense. Chris Godwin is out. So that's going to affect your. That's going to affect how, how good your passing attack is. Scotty Miller is very hit or miss. And Chargers have a legit, they have legit people on defense. Uh, they can actually stop some folks. So I don't think they're able to stop the Buccaneers, but I think it's low scoring because I think the two defenses are really, really good, and the two offenses are a little bit anemic. Uh, they uh, Justin Herbert's gonna you know he's gonna start again. There there's a, a whisper of uh, talent there that I think he could end up being really, really good, but I don't know. I don't know how he's going to do against that Buccaneers defense is really you watch at the end of the year and we were talking about this beforehand uh, off air that you don't think the Bucks defense is very good I think they end up being one of the top five defenses in the league this year so I think they have two of the best linebackers in the league uh, with uh, Levante David and, and uh, oh uh, Shaq Barrett mm-hmm. um, I just don't know that I respect their secondary yet uh, uh, Sean secondary is the Sean Murphy Bunting. Sean Murphy Bunting, who was a second round pick last year, looks like he's going to be pretty good. And, and, and he could for sure. He's second round pick. This is the year he should, you know, take a step up. Carlton Davis was a second round pick two years ago. Just take a step up. They have Antoine Winfield, a second round pick from this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so lots of youth there. So, I mean, that definitely could play out that way. And and the front seven, though, I, I mean, it's it's solid. It's just that the, I think the, the corners can be taken advantage of. The problem that I have that worries me a little bit about taking the Chargers here is just that uh, I don't know if they can run the ball against that defense, uh, especially with uh, what's his name, Mike Daniels. No, what's the what's the backup to CMC? Oh, Mike Davis. Uh, Mike Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that he can run the ball against this defense. Well, you don't have to worry about that because he's on the Panthers. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes, I'm sorry. Chargers. I was wondering where you were going with that. <laughs> oh, my God. I, all year, I have been mixing up the Chargers and Panthers because of the quarterback situation, I think, uh, being new. And I'm just, oh, my God, that keeps happening. Yeah. So there's uh, Josh Kelly, and then there's um, Josh Kelly and Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler. Uh, but I think you know I think the linebacking core of the Bucks is kind of what holds it because a lot of – a lot of what helps the Chargers is being able to dump off to Hunter Henry and then be able to dump off to Austin Eckler. And with the lot, I mean, this might be one of the best linebacking cores ever with Devin White, Levante David, and Shaquille Barrett. That is on, you know, those guys are the, the leader, linebacking leaders for 
any other team immediately when they go somewhere else, and you've got three of them on one. That and that helps because that makes you a much smarter defense. Plus, you have Antoine Winfield Jr. as a safety, and that's a, he's a smart player as well. Granted, he's a rookie. I'm telling you, that defense is really, really good. And they got Todd Bowles as a defensive coordinator. He's he was not great as a head coach, but he's a really, really good defensive coordinator. I don't I don't know that the Chargers can. Their their offense hasn't been that great already this year, and I think going up against a really tough defense like this, I don't know how. I mean, who's who's the scoring the points for you? Yeah, I mean Keenan Allen maybe. Keenan Allen, but I think Keenan you put Allen I think you put Jim, Bunting Jim Murphy. Good. You put uh, Murphy Bunting. I keep mixing them up on Keenan Allen, and you had to put him and the safety on him. Well, that's fine. Uh, put Antoine Winfield over there, then. Then they, the Chargers are left with Mike Williams, who's been beat up all year. And then who? Jason Moore? Joe Reed? Like, and uh, and uh, Jason uh, Jalen Guyton's been good all year. And and Hunter Henry can be a beast. But Hunter Henry, um, you put one of those linebackers on Hunter Henry, and that and he hasn't been a beast. He's been he's been he's been above average so far this year. But I with the, all those linebackers, you put him on one of those guys or Antoine Winfield, and that really stops things. I think. I think that the Bucks win this pretty handily. I would eat the seven. I'm going to take the Bucks and under. All right, sounds good. Which way are you going? Yeah, I'm. Def- I'm going Chargers and over. Okay. I think it's going to be delicious. Uh, I think it's going to be a higher scoring game than people think. Uh, I think Herbert is going to throw some picks. Uh, I think, uh, but I think he'll have a couple touchdowns against the defense. I think Keenan Allen's going to have a few bombs thrown his way. I think it'll be an ugly. I think it'll be an ugly 21 points for the Chargers, and I think the Bucks end up with about 24. Really? You um, think and, it's that uh, close? Uh, the, the thing is, uh, yeah, because uh, the Chargers, the Chargers uh, defense, uh, Bosa and Ingram are going to throw are going to be fits for Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom Brady has always been awful against teams with pressure on both sides. True. He's always been awful, and this is one of the best. At that, and then Cameron Hayward on Mike Evans, uh, and then who's the Chargers? I mean, who do the Bucks have on offense? Nobody. Yeah. Um, so I don't. I, I honestly like. I was very tempted to take up the under because I just don't see how the Bucks score points uh, this week. I think Tom Brady's going to be on his butt a lot. I think uh, uh, Ronald Ronald Jones. I mean, I just don't believe in that guy yet. Uh, if Chris Godwin were playing, I think it'd be a different story. Um, but with just Mike Evans. I mean, they're going to need to get a lot out of their tight end, a lot um, to score. But yeah, I think I think overall, I think uh, Chargers. If you're going to give me seven, I'll take it. Yeah, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be about twenty-one ten, maybe twenty-four ten. Okay. Uh, I just don't, I just don't see the Chargers be able to score too many on that one. Uh, but let's yeah, move. it's all going to, it's all going to have to do with if they can get the ball to the running back in space, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, let's move yeah. on to Ravens at the Washington football team. The Ravens, with the <laughs> highest spread this week, are getting 14 points. And uh, oh, I'm sorry, the, the Washington football team are getting 14 points. And the over-under is 45 and a half. Uh, the Ravens got embarrassed last week very publicly. And good teams bounce back in a big way. I will eat the 14 points. Washington's got a good... They have a good defense... But I think the Ravens are they're embarrassed. And Lamar Jackson's gonna he he improves. So I think the Ravens are gonna win. I'm also gonna take the over because I think they're gonna 
they're going to put some put some points up on the board. I don't feel great about the over because I think Washington's going to struggle to to get points. I think once the Ravens get up, they'll kind of take their foot off the gas. Uh, yeah. But I definitely think I definitely think Ravens are over. I think this is probably this probably should have been my lock of the week. It's just that spread yeah. is so huge. It should. I mean, it, uh, so the Browns uh, beat the beat the Redskins by exactly fourteen points. So the Ravens can definitely do it. Yeah. Um, and I think they will. I agree with you. I think they're going to come back stronger than ever because of last week. Um, I see them putting up, honestly, thirty five points. I could see them easily putting thirty five points on the board mm-hmm. uh, against the Redskins. Um, and, and they're going to be able to run on them. I mean, Chase Young's out, so that's a big deal. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Ravens. I'm going to take over. And I'll say 75% of those points or more will be for the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, and Marlon Humphrey just got a huge contract, five years, just shy of $100 million this year. So maybe he tries to show people yeah, you there's prove a it. reason for that. Uh, so our other prop bet this week is I, – I, I thought this one was kind of eloquent uh, – Drew Haskins gets benched, yes or no? <laughs> and I say, I say yes. I was wanting I you to take that. no. I was wanting you to take no. Uh, I know you were. I think he I, I does. Know because, and, and, you know, I, I just don't know. I just don't know if Ron Vera – I mean, within a game, he can definitely bench a quarterback. You know what I mean? Definitely. And there, and And – and I could see him doing that. So I say yes. Will he have the guts to say Haskins is done for the year if he's awful against that, uh, you know, the, You're pretty uh, much the saying that there? if you bench him, if you bench Drew Haskins in midway, at any point in the season, you were saying that we are moving on from him, which I don't think is a bad I, idea. I, and, and they you could. Could, yeah, you, you, they could still go get probably, I don't know about Trevor Lawrence, depends on what the Jets decide to do with, with Darnold. Uh, or I mean, or what the Broncos decided to do with Drew Locke, but they could get Justin Fields. Like there's and there's that quarterback from Wyoming that's coming out. There's a what Trey something. Uh, there are yeah. there are quarterbacks that are coming out of this draft, and they're going to be low enough to where they can get one. Uh, now is the time to do it to move on. You got a new coach. You got a new. You're going to have a new logo mascot, whatever you want to call it. I think this is the time yeah. to move on, and I think. And, and Ron Rivera last week came out and said, Haskins has got to get better or we got to figure out what to do. I mean, he called him out. Now is the time to do that. The Ravens are a tough... As he should. Yeah, I'm granted the Ravens are a tough... It's a tough time to prove it, but uh, you, you got to do something here. And I don't know... I don't know... I, after this, they play the Rams, who are also a really good defense. I, I don't know what you're going to do to try and overcome that next week if you don't this week so yeah I think I was hoping you would say no I think he does get benched this week <laughs> uh, I'll throw another fun fun scenario out at you All right. imagine if okay, because the Redskins the one thing they do have is a is a pretty good offensive line um, now it's embarrassing that Haskins can't do anything behind that and uh, and that their and that their running game uh, can't get anything going because I mean again they've got they've got some studs on the O-line um, but uh, now imagine. Eh, ooh, do they? Uh, I mean, Morgan they Moses. Do. Who? Who would you say on the Washington football team is the stud? Is it Garon Christian, their left tackle? Is it Wes Martin, their left guard? Is it Chase Rulier, their center? Is it Wes Scheitzer, um, their right guard? 
or Morgan Mo- Morgan Moses is a right tackle. Is, that's that's fine. That works. Now they did get he's, Sadiq Charles. He's, yeah, but, he's one of the best. And and Wes Martin, I think, is a really good guard. And then Wes Schweitzer is fine. He, he's fine. You're right. Uh, I was thinking uh, of homeboy that left. Uh, they got traded away. But uh, Sadiq Charles will probably earn it by the, by next year. But uh, let me let me just let me just play devil's advocate. Assume Sadiq Charles gets better second year, which most picks do, right? Uh, you got Morgan Moses. You're, you're Ron Rivera. You're going to draft one of the said quarterbacks that you mentioned, and so you need a bridge quarterback, right? And you could either keep keep Case Keenum, who you already got on the team, or Case Keenum's not on the team. Got, Kyle Allen and Alex Smith are the backup quarterbacks. Kyle Allen. Oh, that's right. They got yeah. Kyle Allen. Uh, now I imagine they pick up Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> you know what? Though and put him behind a decent O line, and and then Trubisky plays well. How? But Rivera knows Kyle Allen because he drafted him. Because he, Kyle yeah. Allen played with, the, he got drafted last year by the Panthers when Ron Rivera was still there at the beginning and then got let go. So he knows what he has in Kyle Allen. And so I think that yeah. also helps him move away from that pretty quickly. Um, especially if, is Alex Smith, has is, is there been any reports on his health? I don't know. It's, I mean, he apparently he was fine. He was practicing in the offseason and they said he was a full go. Um, uh, I mean, my stomach tightens, and he, if he gets on the field, my stomach is going to be tight the whole time, just because I'm just terrified something's going to happen to that guy. But I think Kyle I know Allen's he's the guy return, that comes out. Is he? Has he been active? Yeah, I mean, he's on the depth chart. He's their third quarterback on a team. On a, you know, and it's not like football teams carry three quarterbacks all around a lot, but he's on there. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like that'd be interesting if they if they try to give him a chance to come back. But yeah, after reading about how that injury almost cost him his life, not just his leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I'd be wincing every time he takes a hit. But uh, but that would be interesting to see him make a comeback. That would be a fun NFL story, you know, uh, for his sake. But uh, he definitely looks like he'll have the opportunity. Um, but but yeah, if he's if he's not healthy, then it, obviously it'll go to Kyle Allen. Yeah. Uh, All right, let's talk about the uh, probably the most lopsided game of the week. Giants at Rams. So the Giants are getting yeah. thirteen points, and the over under is forty eight. Uh, Rams and under. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't see the Giants putting up points. I see the Rams putting up a lot, and I think this game is over by the first half. Ditto. No way. Even on. Yeah, even on. <laughs> All right. Uh, Pats. That's all there is to yeah. that game. Yep. Pats at Chiefs. Uh, so the Patriots are getting seven points, and the over-under is 53. Uh, I, I I don't think the Patriots win, but giving me seven, I like that. And so I'm going to take – and this is a short week for the Chiefs because they played Monday night. I'm going to take the Patriots in under. Okay. All right. So uh, I am not. Uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs because okay. I think the Chiefs are just I, – I don't think they have any way of scoring less than 30 points ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't think there's a defense that exists that keeps them to 30 points. But uh, he, yeah, Mahomes is just so good. But, uh, but the Pats, I think, I think they'll have a little something. Uh, I think they'll have a little something uh, on offense, that a little wrinkle that uh, they've been saving up, something that Belichick's seen that's a flaw in that defense. And I think they can put up 21 points. Um, but I just don't think they can put up enough to keep up with the Chiefs, uh, even by seven. I think minimum it's a 10-point game for the Chiefs. Um, 
so I, I got the Chiefs to win, you know, or minus seven for sure. The over, I'm not as confident about. Um, I think it probably more likely is a little bit less than that. Um, but Mahomes, I mean, until I see someone hold him to 30, I just, we'll see, man. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go over and feel not so great about it. I think I think it ends up being Chiefs over Pats 27 to 24. That's my guess, and that that gives me the seven points. Fair enough. Right. I mean, Cam Newton. I mean, I'm, I'm first to say it. He is. He's proved me wrong yeah. this year. He's he, behind a good coach, and not just not just that he a good coach can't do something with him. A good coach can make Jacoby Brissett look good, which Belichick did, but. But Cam has made throws that I did not know he was capable of making. Off, so, a, off an injured shoulder. Yeah, off a repaired shoulder. Yeah, too. no, I'm all the credit in the world to the guy. Absolutely. That's why I have no problem eating my words on that. Yeah. I, I'm happy for the dude. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to Bills at Raiders. Uh, Raiders are getting three and a half. Over-under is 52 and a half. Uh, I don't feel great about this one. I think it's going to be a good game, though. I think it's going to be a really good game. I I'm do, gonna, too. I I'm going to take the Raiders... And under, I think it's low scoring, but I think the Bills only. I think the Bills win by a field goal, and so I'm gonna take the Raiders. I'm gonna. It's. I'm playing dicey with a half a point there, but I think. Uh, I think I'm gonna take the Raiders on that one. Okay, uh, you know, uh, it, it all comes out to the injury report for me. Um, I might want to change this. Darren Waller, maybe out again. Uh, Josh Jacobs has been getting nicked up a little bit here and there. Uh, Henry Ruggs is doubtful to play. Um, so Darren Waller was a full participation in practice. Was he? Okay. Mm-hmm. Brian Edwards is potentially out again too, though, right? Is it Brian Edwards? Yeah, it's Brian Edwards. Uh, he did not participate, yeah. uh, nor did Trent Brown, who's their starting left tackle, which is – or Damon yeah. Arnett, who's their, their rookie cornerback, who I think well, you and I were both pretty high on. I don't know how he's done so far this year. Um, yeah. And that's, I mean, everyone else is pretty much good to go on the Raiders. Uh, for the Bills, uh, Tremaine Edmonds is back, which is huge because he's, he's one of the best linebackers in the league. So that's a big get for yeah. them. But Ed Oliver did not participate, which is a big deal uh-huh. going up against a team that's very run heavy with a re, with one of the top yeah. five running backs in the league in Josh Jacobs. So I, this is going to yeah, be. Yeah, you know the Bills? Do what? Uh, I was just, just say the Bills, you know, known for their defense, uh, their defense has been giving up points mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. I mean, they gave up 17 to the Jets. They gave up 28 to the Dolphins and 32 to the Rams. Uh, when the Rams were making a comeback and the, and, and the Bills could have just squashed that game easily, uh, you know, if, if their defense had played well, I mean, they yeah. were up by a significant amount. And the defense just allowed the Rams to just score at will against them. So, yeah, I mean, Waller and Jacobs could have big days, um, but they definitely need some help at receiver to help, you know, to, to stretch that field a little bit. Um, otherwise, you know, it could, I don't know, it could potentially get ugly. Uh, watch watch for Renfro to have a big game, though. With I mean, Waller, uh, he was a full participation, but he's still nicked up. I think I think Hunter Renfro ends up having a big game from that. Yeah, you've been a big fan of him since day one. Renfro? Uh, I'm telling you, dude, he, yeah. he's, he's so slotty. He's so slotty. He's so slotty. He's the slottiest. He's slotty yeah. uh, no, for sure, for sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, overall, I think the Bills are still going to win. I just I like Josh Allen a lot. The guy is playing, like, MVP caliber right now. Yeah. 
Um, you know, obviously there's a few better than him, but he definitely should be in the conversation. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I he turns it over too much for me to put him in that conversation, and I think a lot of it. Now he's definitely improved every year, but I think that coaching is really kind of molded that offense to fit him. Uh, where you haven't it seen has, that a lot of places. I don't know how you give the MVP to anyone other than Russell Wilson this year. Maybe Patrick Mahomes, but he's got the coaching. Yeah. He's got weapons everywhere. He's got every weapon imaginable around him. Yeah, yeah. I, he's doing a lot with a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where, where Russell Wilson's doing a lot with a little. And yeah. I think uh, what the reason I like throwing Josh Allen in there right now is much like Cam Newton, uh, he's making some throws this year. Like like last year, you know, he had John Brown outside and Cole Beasley. And, and when Brown was healthy, he was making some really great throws to Brown and some really awful throws <laughs> in Brown's somewhat general direction. Yeah. And and that's why they just didn't have a chance. If he get picked off quite a bit or, or, or a lot of passing batted down or just – Or fumbles. Wide, he fumbled quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, fumbled. And this year he is – He's making deep throws. He's making intermediate throws. He's running the ball as well as he always has. And he's just, he's a true dual threat right now. Uh, and, he, he's uh, and, Cam and Newton again, making with weapons. Throws. He's Cam Newton with weapons. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I said about uh, with the Stephon Diggs trade, I thought, okay, so John Brown is kind of a deep out receiver, you know? And, uh, and, and also, so is Stephon Diggs. And I remember thinking, why are you getting two deep receivers <laughs> you know, for a guy who's, who's notoriously bad at throwing the ball deep? Like, why not get some more possession receivers that can play in the middle and get open on their own, you know, yeah. uh, for him? That's kind of what I wanted to see for him in the draft, uh, especially with the receivers that were out there. But they but, got uh, Stephon but Diggs. No, again. But, but again, Stephon Diggs is more of a deep out receiver. I mean, he can do, he can do both. But, 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 but Josh Allen's he, got a cannon a, for an he, arm. His, his accuracy's not that great. But that's why you go get yeah. John Brown and Stephon Diggs, guys that you can't overthrow. You just you just boom that ball down there, and they're going to go grab it. So I, that yeah. that seemed very fitting to me. And then if you need the underhand, you know, the underneath, you got Cole Beasley, but that's not really Josh Allen's thing. If there's if the I, underneath is open, he's just going to run to it. He's not going to really throw to it that much. Um, it's too bad Zach Moss DeAndre. got beat up because I feel like I, if they can get that run game going, if they had a true RB one, then that offense would be very lethal. But Devin Singletary is an RB. He, he's he's a, a change of pace guy. And I feel like Zach Moss could have ended up being that RB1, but he's a rookie and he got nicked up. So we'll see what ends up happening with that. I just, uh, that that's the one element I feel like they're missing is the run game. Yeah, you know, I, I expected to see a lot more out of Zach Moss by now, but he's been averaging 2.8 yards a carry. You granted only on 17 attempts, but uh, 2.8 yards a carry is really rough. Yeah. So when it, when 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 you're a rookie, that's touted highly, and, and you get your chance to, to go in there and carry the rock, like you got to do better than that. You 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 got to make a name for yourself uh, early, and he's not doing that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but uh, but I still did go with the Bills, uh, and I'm going with under because I also don't think it's going to be a really high scoring game. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to Eagles at 49ers. So the Eagles are getting seven points. Over-under is 45 and a half. The Eagles are just too beat up. They're just, they don't, they have nothing. Their entire offensive line is beat up. Uh, their defensive line is starting to get beat up. They're running backs. Mm-hmm. They have no wide receivers. All their wide yeah. receivers. Listen, this is their wide receivers. Uh, Arcega Whiteside didn't participate. Deshaun Jackson didn't participate. 
Alshon Jefferson, uh, Alshon Jeffrey didn't participate. Like they have no wide receiver. Jalen Rieger's on IR. Yeah. 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 They have no one. Lane Johnson's beat up. Uh, Jason Peter, did, he's still out. They don't, they're just, I, I don't know what's in the water there, but they just can't seem to stay healthy. So the 40, now granted, the 49ers are also unbelievably beat up. It's, it, this is basically two hospital beds going at it for three hours. It's, it's kind of a mess. <laughs> it, but I'm gonna, it is. It's, I'm still going to take know, the 49ers. 49ers and under. Yeah, I took yeah. 49ers and under as well. They still have – they've played with Nick Mullen before. I like Kyle Shanahan's offense. You can kind of throw in quarterbacks, and they can kind of – they can yeah. look better than they are very quickly. Uh, like with Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't think he's very good, but they've made him look a lot better. I was about better. to say, yeah, who's Jimmy Garoppolo really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's he's much to begin with. So, yeah, you, you're, you're – you're downgrading, but I don't think it's that far a drop, to be totally honest. And, yeah. and uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be 49ers under. I have about as much interest in this as I do the Rams-Giants, really. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Um, I, yeah, I think the 49ers are going to win. But if they can just stay alive for a little while longer uh, for everyone to come back. Now, Kittle is full participation, so he is expected to, to play, uh, which is a big yeah. deal. That helps you both in blocking and, yeah, and receiving. Oh, so. Uh, I don't think any. I don't know anyone that's taken taking the Eagles, but yeah, I would definitely take 49ers. Uh, and the then Kittle this, doesn't seem like a guy to play 50 percent either. Like I think he's yeah. going to go out there and block as hard as he can and try to get the ball as much as he can. Right? Yeah, that, yeah, that's a guy that just wants it. Uh, and Jarek McKinnon will be back, uh, so yeah, that's a big difference too. That helps with that help run game. Rock. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the Monday sure. night game: Falcons at Packers. The Falcons Another are getting one. seven points. <laughs> Do what? I said, God, another bad one. Uh, so many bad games. Ooh, but I think it's going to be fun. Uh, so Falcons are getting yeah. seven points. Over-under is 56.5. I'm taking Packers and over. The Packers are a really, really complete defense or complete team. Like, they run game, passing game, uh, defense. They're, they're the most complete team out there, I think. Uh, but the Falcons are, can put up points. So I, I don't think they can put up. I don't think they can put up enough to get within seven, but I definitely think it'll be over. Yeah, I mean, uh, man, I mean, look, the coach, we'll know a lot about them, their coach based off this game because they've been completely, like, historically embarrassed twice uh, the last two weeks by blowing enormous leads, uh, worse than the Super Bowl. Uh, and, uh, you know, you're right. I mean, they definitely have quality players. You know, they got they got Julio and Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage out there. But they're all hurt. Pretty good name for himself. They're all they're all nicked up. So Calvin Ridley didn't. They're all nicked up. Well, Calvin Ridley yeah, didn't participate this week. Uh, Julio Jones was limited. Russell Gage was limited. Uh, oh, who's that? Who's their tight end? Hayden Hurst doesn't seem like he's really anything right now. I mean, he hasn't really lived up to expectations. So I feel like they're just. Their two, their greatest asset was their receivers and Matt Ryan, and they don't have any of that. Yeah, no, no, for sure. And 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 they've got to, they've got to find a way to step up. I mean, uh, Hurst, did he get injured last year? I mean, last year, last week. Ah, uh, I did don't I miss that. Know he had one he... reception for a touchdown for one yard. I mean, he just hasn't really played that much. I don't remember if he got nicked up or not, but I don't think he. I mean, did. he had seventy-two he yards there. and his touchdown against the Cowboys. Yeah, uh, five receptions. I mean, he did okay there. You're right. Seahawks three, 
uh, three receptions for 38 yards, so nothing nothing major. Um, but I just – the Falcons as a team, after being embarrassed as much as they were, uh, again, the glass, you know, this historical thing that they've been hearing about likely nonstop uh, in Atlanta is either going to crush them and destroy them or they're going to come back angry. And that's why I say, like, we'll be able to tell a lot by the coach um, if the players are coming out angry and ready to play or if their season is defeated by the embarrassment, you know, because they're going up against the Packers mm-hmm. who are going to bring their A game no matter what. And I just – if they come out hungry, I mean, you're right. They have the ability to score. So, I mean, I think they could potentially make it a really good game. But uh, – and they, they've – you know, their running back, Todd Gurley, has actually been revived a little bit there. But they're also, but they're also beat up on the defensive side, man. Uh, Tack, it, yeah. it was it, he. He didn't practice this week. Grady Jarrett didn't practice this week. Uh, Marlon Davidson is nicked up. They're just, they're Dante Fowler didn't practice this week. They're just, there's two. They're so injured. Ricardo Allen didn't practice this week. There's, they're beat up in a lot of places. I think the Falcons, if healthy, can do some damage. And I think it'd be a better game. But with that many injuries against a Packers team that's mostly pretty good. I mean, other than Devontae Adams, uh, who looks like he's coming back, although Lazard is now out for the foreseeable future. So, you know, I think they're, but I think they're healthier. Yeah, I do. That's too bad because Lazard looked like he was going to be really good. Uh, but now he has to have surgery on his core, which something similar that Deshaun Jackson had last year, and that ended up sidelining him for the entire year. So I, that, which is a bummer, but I still take I still take the Packers on this. I think Dan Quinn doesn't last the year, which is too bad. I his players clearly like him because last year when his head was on the chopping block, the Falcons really stepped up their game and played a lot better in the second half to kind of save him. I just don't I just don't think he survives another year with them. Yeah, I you know, yeah. And uh, I agree. I mean, I think the Packers are going to win. Uh, I think they're going to cover the seven points. Um, it's going to be hard uh, without Lazard. And uh, I think Devontae Adams practiced this week. He did. Um, he was limited, but, but I he don't did. Know. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, they have a bye next week. So it makes all the sense in the world to rest him and let him have two more weeks of rest before you bring him back. But who, then who do you play? Now. Then who are your receivers? That's that's the problem. I just they they're so limited a receiver outside of him. I think he's gonna be forced to come back early, and I wish I wish for his sake he didn't. Um, but I, yeah, I think he will. And I think you know if they take a lead, I could see him taking some plays off. Uh, but, but we'll see how that all plays out. And you know, they can run the ball is the other thing. So if they could take the lead, I mean, obviously they have the ability to run the ball now. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and say yeah, Packers, and then I'm gonna say under. Okay, fair enough. All right, well, that wraps it up for this week. Uh, I'm looking forward to another week of football. Uh, and then uh, we'll come back on Tuesday, see how, how badly you did, and then uh, go from there. <laughs> we'll see. All right. All right, talk to you later, bud.